What's up, y'all? Episode six, short story long. Uh, this week is a really exciting interview with my boy or chat. Maybe I'll say chat because I don't like the word interview. Um, with my good friend Paul Rodriguez, a.k.a. P-Rod, a.k.a. best skateboarder ever to have lived. Um, really good. Not only is he uh, an insanely accomplished skateboarder, but also has invested in a couple businesses, um, has started some businesses. Uh, really good story. Really smart kid. Knows exactly why he is where he is and how he did it. And we kind of got to get into all of that. So... I was really, really excited about this one. I'm really excited to share it. Uh, as always, make sure you leave your feedback uh, in the in the feedback section on iTunes. Make sure that you social media me and tell me what you think, what you like, what you don't like, um, who you'd like to see. Uh, and I think pretty soon I'm going to start taking like listeners' questions for these things. So be prepared for that. Tap in. Uh, but like I said, really good one this week. And here we go. P-Rod. Short story long. All right, here we go, P-Rod. What's up, dude? We got you, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. joining my new podcast. I know it's a little weird. Uh, It's almost like I have like a radio show where like I'm interviewing you, but Mm -hmm. I promise it's more like a conversation. Uh, I'm okay with either. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Um, So we'll keep it real... Real easy. I make sure you stay real close. These okay. things do not pick up. Hey, watch that, Dan. Yeah, watching. Okay. Um, so P Rod, man. I mean, I guess for for the few people who may not know, mm-hmm. just give me your general uh, name, where yeah, you're from, yeah. and what you consider your your title. My title? Yeah. Okay. Like, what are you? Uh, <laughs> are we are we talking deep or surface level? I mean, I would <laughs> say like if you had a life business card. What would that business card say? Because it's more than just professional skateboarder. Yeah, what would it say? Entrepreneur. Um, no, because I don't even know what it, the what I do is under the exact definition of entrepreneur. What do you consider it? Uh, I just consider it. Uh, I'm a big dreamer. Yeah. And those dreamer, those desires for those dreams, kind of nudge me into the direction. I kind of just sense my way through it <laughs> you're an entrepreneur man is that what it yeah, is yeah man that's what i don't it know is. I, when i'm watching shark you're Tank, too like humble. they switch they switch the uh the definitions around i just think you're too humble not well, too I appreciate humble that. but you're the most humble guy i know on this earth well i don't know about that yeah i, I definitely well, I get know. me the around in my, in my certain environment I, i've been known to well yeah you, you know, talk shit yeah i've been well, known to still. yeah you know. okay so paul rodriguez <laughs> uh from Okay, from San Fernando Valley, basically about 20 minutes over those hills right there that we can see. Yep, local. Um, professional born and raised, skateboarder. Yeah, professional skateboarder from the L.A. area. Slash big dreamer. Slash, yeah, major dreamer. Man, I love <laughs> it. Um, so I guess kind of starting at the beginning, what mm-hmm. – why skateboarding? Where did skateboarding start? Dude, it it literally just called me. Um, it was in junior high. Yeah, I went to a new school for the first time. It was the first time I like went to any other school. Yeah, and uh, I was real shy. 
and it was close to my house so i would walk to school and in the mornings there'd just be kids skating in the parking lot yeah and i would just be fascinated i would stand there like way off to the side like for 15 minutes whatever before school started yeah and just watch them and just be how old is that like 10 no i was at this point 11 i was in seventh grade okay. so i was 11 almost going on 12 and um eventually after like a month or two into school i ended up working up some courage and you know just started a conversation with one of the skater guys and yeah. uh asked him if i could try rolling on their board yeah. and the ironic part is is this guy you know him uh dan abadi i fucking yeah. knew it man i knew when I you were telling this story i thought it was gonna be like mikey taylor or no nah, i didn't yeah. meet him until after like starting to make a name in skateboarding but that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it happened to be Dan Abadi and yeah. you know. A so Dan Abadi is now a uh, filmer extraordinaire, uh -huh. still very good friend of P Rod. Yeah, films for Street League. Street League, yeah. GoPro Dan, and the homie <laughs> GoPro Dan. Yeah, um, crazy. So you just were drawn to it. Drawn to it. So yeah, he skated. Uh, I, I asked him if I can just try riding around on his board. I remember the board he had; it was an Eric Costin board. Yeah, brand new. He had just gotten it. And uh, were you playing any other sports? Not other at sports. that moment, you no. At that moment, I was big into guitar. I, I wanted got to be it. like Jimi Hendrix and have my own band, or whatever. At got that it, moment, got it, got it. Because there's usually like the but like I had played sports, sports, and then you kind of figure out that's not right for you. And yeah, it was right for me. All, yeah. all through growing up, I've been super active. I did everything from, you know, flag football, basketball, baseball, like little league, um, karate tournaments, yeah. stuff like Shout that, gymnastics, Lee. all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I just was always interested in just moving yeah and but skateboarding was the one thing that when i got there my i never it usually was like er, about every year eight months to a year i would just all of a sudden be over it overnight and yeah. then on to the next thing yeah 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 and skateboarding was that thing like all of a sudden like guitar over it yeah i'm skating now yeah and just the next thing never came after skateboarding Fucking yeah. crazy and yeah. then what um once again i know you're the most humble guy on earth but when did you realize that you had like a fucking gift because i'll just mm -hmm. say this because you're not going to you're you're exceptionally talented i mean you're arguably Thanks. one of the best skateboarders alive i've had a run i've yeah. had a run and, and, i don't know about currently but and I've i remember had a run. watching videos i remember when i i don't remember how old okay what was that video what was the first video you were in that you posted on Instagram not that long ago where you were a kid, like, Nolly heel flip nose sliding a handrail and oh, shit? Oh, that was um, DNA. Yep. So how DNA, old were you in that? Uh, I was 14. Okay, so 1999, means, yeah. Fuck. Okay, so that means that I was, like, 13. Yeah. And I remember Rob sent that to us, to me and my brother, uh huh, and said, like, hey, check out this kid. This crazy, this kid is so good. Check out That's this crazy. kid, right? So my brother was 17. I was 13, roughly, right? Mm -hmm. And, but anyway, that was three years after starting skateboarding, roughly, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're Nolly Hill flip, no sliding handrails yeah. and shit. Like when, did it just, because you had to feel like getting better than your friends quickly. Like it just clicked for you or? Yeah, but you know what's funny is the kid I grew up and started skating with, his name was Sammy. Uh -huh. And um, we both actually met early on in the school year because uh -huh. we both had long hair. I used to have this ponytail back uh -huh. in the day because I was, you know, playing guitar, wanting yeah. to be in a band, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he had one a, a longer ponytail than me, and we both had it shaved underneath. So we kind of like, you know, you meet the homie who's like 
the ponytail. Seems like bro. Type, yeah. your type of homie. So I ended up hanging with him, and we would play guitar every day together. Yeah. And then we both like I started getting fascinated with the skateboard, and he was like, "Oh, let me try the skateboard." And uh-huh. next thing you know, we're both skating every day. Yeah. And then we both kind of transitioned. Long story short, is he actually learned a lot quicker than I did. Really? He learned. He was learning tricks, and he was like you know motivating me and inspiring me to get better yeah was he your same age yeah he was a, a, like he we're in the same grade but i'm always like uh a year or so younger because like early on because my birthday is in a weird spot yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. and so i got put up a grade when i should have been yep. behind the grade so whatever, yep. long story short did you ever read same outliers grade. no by malcolm gladwell uh-uh. you should read it not that everyone really tells me about it but it's a very big part of it is about like um when you should put your kids into school because mm-hmm. the older kids actually if you're older in your grade you are better at sports and you're but just because you're a little bit older and so you get the better treatment you get the better right so you technically were against the uh, you had the odds stacked against them. oh okay yeah. that's cool to hear um yeah so you made it but um so then did he get sponsored no so what happened with him was um you know he ended up one time we were skating we this by this point we we're in eighth grade and he broke his board i want to say it was towards the end of the school year uh-huh. and he you know he didn't come from a super well-off family so he couldn't just get another board yeah. and uh, i remember one time i like saved up some lunch money and got him a board but i just wanted a homie to skate with yeah and he just never had was able ended up getting a board and we just slowly you know those yeah. things that happen you slowly start drifting apart and yeah. then after junior high we both went to different high schools yeah and i just kept hanging out with people who skated yeah, and he yeah. kind of never it's crazy to got think about back that. into it yeah it's crazy to think about the kid that was p-rod's motivation mm-hmm. that just couldn't afford to you know what i'm saying the circumstances just didn't work out it like did, imagine it, like if there was a person that was like lebron james biggest motivation to play basketball but for whatever reason i bet you there's a million stories like yeah, that dude fuck. in in every field there's probably a million like yeah. dude no this dude was the dude and for whatever reason for like the smallest shit yeah that's what, gnarly the, the, didn't, things didn't end up aligning that way but yeah so he it wasn't like i was excelling faster it was just he was um learning fat and he was like more ballsy than i would he would try shit i would be scared yeah. He'd be like, i think i can jump this eight stair or nine stair i'd be like oh, i'm not ready like, yeah i was like that too. yeah and, i was so scared <laughs> so he that. was doing it and like uh and just you know never ended up keeping it going after we got out of junior high was that up till like the point of that video part that dna that video part? was i graduated when i graduated junior high 98 but it's weird because back then a year seemed much longer than a year feels yeah, now yeah. you know so like a whole summer seemed like 100%. a lifetime yeah you know? yeah so yeah i guess it was maybe a year after that all that stuff me and him kind of grew apart yeah, yeah. started mid to late 1999 yeah yeah it was summertime 99 when i first when i got like when i sent my video in and they got the call back and so you did that whole thing yeah yeah i did that whole procedure to the the skate shop yeah and and dna was dna skateboards got it it's what it's what um boulevard skateboards are now it used to be what plan b was when i was on plan b yeah um that that was your first sponsor yeah first and that was from a sponsor amateur into the amateur ranks Yeah, yeah. yeah from video and um that's crazy yeah it's such a small little world man yeah yeah so then okay so you when did you link up with like mikey and all the valley crew it gets fuzzy it was it was either early 2000 could have still been 99 
What about Chance? Was Chance in the mix with Dan? No. You that know, was after? I didn't start hanging out with Chance until he was hanging out with Dan maybe like six years ago, 2010. Oh, okay, okay. Because I hung out with Chance's brother, Justin. Yeah. You know, we skated for Girl and Chocolate together Yeah, a lot. Um, Crazy. Yeah. So, so Foggy, but then eventually you just kind of linked up with... Oh, yeah. Was Mikey Absolutely. a part of like the original Valley skate group? So Mikey is or, from uh, Agora or Newberry Park, yeah. kind of Agora Hills, Westlake kind of area. And they were like another crew that we had been hearing some rumblings yeah, about you know what i mean works. type yeah. thing and like um i remember we were watching this video the 16 video i don't know if you remember yeah. 16 skateboards or whatever, yeah. but this kid justin case was yeah. on it yeah. and if we were watching the video in the skate shop like whoa and this kid came on and a friend of mine christian knew who this kid was i don't know how he's like dude you gotta watch this guy he's so good like yeah. so we all honed in on him and then he started telling us yeah they live in newberry park they skate this spot in the video is big three block and i was like dude we gotta find out where it's at yeah so we ended up finding out where this spot was, Borchard Park, this big three block. And um, we went there to go skate this big three stair. And it was like a, I don't know, like maybe a movie or TV show. Like mm -hmm. we show up our crew and then we see them. Oh, yeah. Justin Case, Mikey Taylor, their whole Newberry crew. And we know exactly who they are. Yeah. They know exactly who we are. Yeah. And everyone's kind of like circling around, kind of feeling each other oh, out, not really so talking. Yeah. It was so shy, but everyone knows who everyone is. Yeah. And then I forget exactly how, but somebody ends up breaking the ice and we all start talking and then they yeah. take us to all their spots. And from there, we just linked up every day, every weekend, every time we could. Yeah. 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 Fuck, man. Yeah. You know what's funny is I, so when I was growing up, I'm from Akron, Ohio, mm -hmm. um, which is close to Cleveland, right? Mm -hmm. So there was like us, the Akron crew, mm -hmm. and then the Cleveland crew were like the big dogs, mm -hmm. right? And then there was Columbus, Cincinnati, whatever, right? So the way that I actually funded my move to California was I made, like filmed and edited the Akron Kid skate video, right? And it was just like our whole crew and it's called Point Blank. Mm -hmm. And my brother was like really, really good. Yeah. And, I, and actually Kevin Turpening, you know, uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. writes for Huff now. Uh -huh. um, and CJ, who's on Baker now, mm -hmm. um, they were all part of that crew. So we I didn't know CJ was from Ohio. Yeah, he's really? from he's from like I want to say maybe Cyril? Oakland or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he moved to Akron and lived in Akron for like a few years. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he was just like a little tiny kid um, yeah. in like in that video. But so I went and then I sold it to all the local skate shops and to like the Hustle. Cleveland skate shops and whatever. And uh -huh. that's how I moved to California was that's by making like I never knew my that. cruise video. I never knew that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, that so really anyway, hustle. yeah, man. Like so, that. so, so then you had a posse, right? Then what? Mm -hmm. You're is that like you're fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, fourteen, fifteen at yeah. this point. Meeting them, and then we just once we connected, we just were like, just yeah, our teams just That's became just one, works. and yeah. it, it was just like every day, five carloads packed with five people. Yeah. Where are we skating? And just skating all day, all night. Eating fast food, skateboarding, fucking each amazing, other's houses man. and just keeping it going. Yeah, yeah it was that's some awesome. shit that's not like you just don't get that in like football. You know, yeah. playing youth football. Yeah, like, maybe not. There's just this like I'm not sure. I think there's just this like us doing whatever we want sort of mm -hmm. resourcefulness mm -hmm. that like I don't know where you just go meet kids from like even if you met kids from another school playing football, you wouldn't have caught up and went and played football together every weekend, mm -hmm. right? Like you mm -hmm. just. It's the way that it makes you navigate the world is interesting. Well, it's it's I guess less organized as opposed to organized sports. Yeah. Like it's just 
your desire really propels you so it ends up filtering out to people who don't necessarily want to go like some kids if you in little league or whatever like i remember like i didn't want to go to practice that day my mom would you have to go to practice you yeah. like kind of like almost obligated to it but it's like yeah. skate you either want to skate or you don't yeah. and the people who want to skate just keep linking up and you can go at all hours and you're just yeah. fucking like exploring the city like there's no courts like you really don't skate at skate parks much right not then yeah. now i do yeah for sure but yeah but then it was like no way i mean, just go school to up, school i almost learned almost everything out in the street every trick i learned was almost out in yeah. the streets like did you have like a box at your house like sort of yeah set up? i had yeah. a little ledge in yeah. my backyard um yeah, that's but, the key but it was really like you know skate parks weren't like how they are now either, yeah and they weren't all over the place like they are now yeah it's crazy yeah. um so then like I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of ground to cover, but yeah, I guess like from there to kind of, you know, making your way to, like I said, one of the best skateboarders in the world. Like, is it was it was really just skate every day? You were just obsessed with it, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was definitely like conscious. Like, yeah, I meaning like I. I always had this weird thing. Like, even when I was telling you about, I used to play guitar. Like, in my mind, as soon as I started this hobby, yeah, who's the best? Who do I yeah, identify yeah. as my favorite? Jimi Hendrix? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to study him. I want to be great. And I want to be, uh, I want to get myself to a point of being on that level. Yeah. And so, who was your Jimi Hendrix of skateboarding? Costin. Yeah. Of course. Costin, yeah. Penny, Andrew Reynolds. Um, yeah. And then just a whole plethora of amazing people from that whole generation. But yeah. it was just me. Yeah. I got in there. I found the local kids like who's the best around that I can that I you know be at, you know that I can admire and then like they turn me on to skate videos and teach me this is the guy you got to look at teach me about style yeah. and whatever the case is yeah yeah and then from there it was just like okay who's the best okay Costin okay this Tom Penny guy Andrew Reynolds oh my god okay so yeah now I was just molding myself out of all these people and like consciously knowing like when I'm skating I'm thinking like all right I'm working towards becoming the one best of these ever. guys I, yeah. I want to be I didn't. I don't think about the best ever, but just like I want to be revered one day yeah. as like on this echelon of these guys. It wasn't like, yeah, I just would like to be, you know, get some boards for people and get in the industry yeah, and yeah. see what happens. It yeah. was like, no, I want to be him. Yeah, you know, that's interesting because I feel like a lot of skateboarders. I feel like a lot of skateboarders don't have that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like a, that's a business sort of sometimes I think more organized sport sort of mentality that I think a lot of skateboarders like where they go wrong is there's this sort of like you're supposed to not give a fuck and you're supposed to just be skating for fun and you're supposed, you know what I mean? And I think like everyone dreams of getting sponsored right. and being able to make money just from uh -huh. skateboarding. That's yeah. like the dream. Uh -huh. But I think the attitude of like, I'm going to be the best and I'm going to make sure that I work to be one of the best. Uh-huh. I just feel like lacks in skateboarding a lot. Yeah, it's there's definitely a lot of um, what do you call those things? taboo type yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, but dude, I was just so in love with skateboarding, especially back like, like just, just obsessed beyond how I can even describe. Yeah, yeah. I know the feeling. And um, it. I, to me that was fun that was the fun part like yeah. it was fun obviously learning your tricks but like it was fun like working towards that goal to me you yeah, know and 100%. so that's I how i feel fun doing that yeah um i so. just think it's something that like not to sound like a i'm trying to save the skateboarding world here but like <laughs> like i just think it, I, I wish like in skateboarding it was a little bit like cooler to think that way 
right? Or to yeah. think, and I think maybe it's getting there it's from even when I was growing up skateboarding, yeah. right? Yeah. But I just feel like skateboarders naturally have a lot of like the who gives a fuck mentality yeah. where like you could really, I don't know, I think a lot of people could really focus. Well, you could really flip that if, if not giving a fuck is the cool way, so then... I guess I could say I don't give a fuck about not giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. How about that? And don't get me wrong, I'm <laughs> saying what you did is it paid off, uh-huh. and it is cool. Yeah, why right. you think a lot of these? Like, I'll I'll look on Instagram and my comments of kids saying like, you know, Nike SB is cause of this so and so, this and that company going out of business. When yeah. it's like uh, you can click on their link, and half the time these kids are still teenagers. It's like yeah. you don't even know world before nike sb yeah. so how, it's it to me that shows they're saying this because they're hearing maybe the older guy at the skate shop say this or yeah. somebody older that they respect talking that way who yeah. may have a valid point because they may have experienced it beforehand yeah. i don't know but in a way it's like they're saying that to be cool to yeah. be accepted by these people yeah. that look, that's that they what hear i'm saying, saying there's a it, weird you know? thing of that and i guess it's in a lot of things i'm not like hating on skateboarding but i'm saying there's a lot of that sort of counterproductive attitude in in like yeah. i don't have a problem me personally with the nike thing right mm-hmm. like i don't mm-hmm. i know that it's like a thing with a lot of skateboarders mm-hmm. um, because to me they still are doing more for skateboarding than most companies do yeah. they employ a lot of skateboarders mm-hmm. they make the right moves they're sponsoring the right guys they're doing mm-hmm. shit right mm-hmm. right i don't see what the difference is but anyway not to drift off too much i'm just uh-huh. saying that i think it's an interesting I think it's dope. I think that like you're a dope. It's it's cool to hear that, and it's cool. I think I wish more like young skaters or more whatever would hear that more often. That I it's think good it's happening. To think that way. I think it's starting to happen. Yeah. Um, and right now there's a really cool kind of thing going on skateboard in, in the skateboard industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of smaller kind of cooler brands popping up. Kind of. Yeah. Um, fun brand. There's just a lot of it's. As as more and more people skate and it becomes a bigger thing, it's like you're gonna just get your different factions of different people yeah. and what their different thing is. And that's what's cool about skateboarding. It's like it's an ecosystem of different genres within one thing. Kinda yeah, like yeah, music, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like It's like art. Yeah, it, it, really it for is. sure is. It's like, you know, you got people every different walk of life, every different style, every different way of skating. So it's like not just like, oh, you skate, I skate. Yeah, we're, we're the same person. Yeah, match. Yeah. You know, it's like you really can be yourself. There's no uniform. There's no yeah. right or wrong. People yeah. will clown you if they don't like it, but yeah. there's no right or wrong. There's yeah. no that's against the rules. And that's why I think it's so hard too to like make skateboarding. I don't know on the like household name level, right? It's hard because if there's so mm-hmm. much you just don't know unless you do it. It's not as easy as like yeah. if the ball goes in a hoop, it's a point. Yeah, right. there, but it will be. I, I see it being that, especially with Street League now. Like, yeah, within the next five to ten, I think it's going to start being like that. Because yeah. even if you don't understand the nuances of skateboarding, people understand medals or yeah, yeah, yeah. rankings. Like, yeah. oh, that guy wins all the contests. Okay, that guy's the best. So that guy's who we're gonna yeah. know. And the Street League's doing a good job of it, like kind of translating. But you can kind of tell, even if you don't skate, you can kind of tell. The difference between what you're doing, what Nyjah's doing, what... You know, like when you're doing a trick, I think yeah. even a normal person watching TV, I'm saying from the reaction, from the scoring system, from Maybe. The, you know? Maybe. I, I, it's hard for me to say because I, I personally, like, if I were to watch an ice skating um, competition, like yeah. the Olympics, yeah. and they score one person's run against this person's run, I, I don't know that I would be able to know yeah. why this or that. You can tell, like, 
if somebody's doing something like big and dangerous yeah. like oh he just flew through the air but if you like skating a ledge yeah and it's like you no know, that's impossible right? yeah it's like, okay but i'm just so saying how are they comparing this guy's points to this guy's point yeah i'm saying the way that because that's really the only shot it has right it being like a like the nba right mm-hmm. is you have to be able to understand it right. if you've never touched a skateboard right. in your life and i guess what i'm saying is like the way that they show it and the kind of reactions you get on tv and the instant scoring and the, i think it's enough to at least a normal human can kind of wrap their head around like, oh, that was better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like, like I know the UFC was like a huge sort of influence for Rob in starting it, right? Because mm-hmm. Dana took something that was really unorganized and, and organized it. Yeah. Right? But in UFC, you can tell that guy just beat the shit out of that guy, so he wins. <laughs> for sure. Right? For sure. So yeah. I think that's that's the challenge is like, how do you, because it really is in a lot of ways like an art, more so like an art yeah. than, a, than a sport. And yeah. how do you translate that? Uh, man, you know I, mean? I just think it's a, it's more of a long-term play and it's still at its infancy because my theory is uh, skateboarding is going to become the new American pastime. Yeah. You know, it's going to be right in there with baseball or football so. or whatever. But look how old these sports are. Yeah. You know, it takes it's going to take few few more generations to grow up in it. Yeah. Because all of us, even though I don't play basketball or I don't even really even follow it or football or whatever – I can still go out, I can throw a ball, I can play catch, I can play a you know a little pickup game with some friends on occasion. Yep. Uh, you can figure it out. But it's like a few more generations of, of people growing up in skating, like who maybe didn't go pro, but they ended up yep. whatever, working, getting a job, having kids, and instead of a baseball glove, they give their kid a, a, a skateboard. Yeah. You know, you get some more and more of that happen to where everyone's kind of skated at some point in their life, yeah. and they can understand watching a contest because they can kind of get like, oh, that's ledge skating, that's drop skating whatever it is it's just gonna take more time no i agree it's happening it's interesting man Mm -hmm. i i i hope and that's kind of what i was getting at is like there's a i want people to own it and i I want it to get i want to see skateboarding be as big as basketball right because i know simply this i know how much joy it brought me as a kid Mm -hmm. and how much it shaped who i am as a person so my instinct tells me i want everyone to experience that right for sure the most amount of people Mm -hmm. possible and that's kind of what i was saying in the beginning is like the skateboarding mindset is still a little counterproductive where it's like you want to keep that it's not cool to excel it's not cool Mm. to you know what i'm saying it's not and that there is that but i think there is also so many different factions yeah. and way of looking at skateboarding that there's also those people who grew up kind of now in yeah. this competition age and to them that's what they fell in love yeah. with you know i can only imagine 10 15 years from now long after i'm out of the scene there and i look at it whatever state it is then it's i'm sure it's going to look quite different than the thing that i started that i grew to love yeah yeah so yeah. i don't right. know if that's good or bad I, I don't know it's up to it's just pr- part of the progress yeah, just, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so so you knew you would, you know, you, you did this on purpose, uh-huh. right? Um, I guess, I don't know, man. I mean, like, so the the pieces just kind of started coming together. Yeah, I mean, it just, the shit clicked for you. You worked hard at it. You started getting bigger and bigger sponsors. Yeah, it, you know. Um, it just worked. Yeah, it, it was like, that's what I was saying earlier, just, that the desire kind of led me to what I never knew exactly what the right move was to make, but yeah. like you, you immerse yourself into this industry, you meet people. Oh, okay. And then you just learn like, okay, Oh, here's the guy with the camera. And yeah. know, Oh, this guy knows somebody. Oh, I know a guy we can send your video to. And yeah. it's just those little slow links that slowly, but surely as you, you know, build relationships in skateboarding or whatever industry yeah. that kind of leads you there. And you, and at some point you got to just be, 
muster up the courage to put yourself out there, whether it be if you're a musician, you want to try to give out your demo tape. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the same thing as getting, you know, yeah. you, you got to believe in whatever it is, these songs you have on your demo tape or CD, and you yeah. just got to put yourself out there and put it in somebody's hand and yeah. just pray. Yeah. And it might, and the first time you might not get the call back, the 10th time you might not, but you just got to keep going at it with that yeah. state of mind of like, all right, well, anything feedback is good feedback because if they don't like it that can at least tell me okay they don't like this try something new yeah and then just keep at it until somebody eventually 100 you have to believe that somebody at some point is going to be like yes there it is i see yeah it. yeah and even i feel like oh sorry okay um and i feel like even now you still work out and you still like work on your core and your balance mm -hmm. and what's better for your pop and like you still are really fucking focused on yeah, yeah. being the best you can possibly be at it mm -hmm. right i mean yeah. that's something that's really important to you yeah oh yeah just being healthy and being you know that's what I'm all i know man yeah. since you know almost 12 years old here i am going on 20 years of skateboarding yeah. like it's way more than half my life of skating like it's all i know and it's i love it so much that anything i can do to prolong my body to ride a skateboard yeah. the better even you know after i plan on retiring you know one day i still want to do it i still want to enjoy myself yeah, and course. skate and yeah you know i think even what, what got me is like when i first like knew you or first met you or you know even when when i when you were training with alex mm -hmm. and whatever it was like you were like you're the best and you're still working out on that level, right? You're still working harder mm -hmm. than most pro skateboarders. You know what I mean? And that's what really got me, I think. I appreciate that, but I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't even want to say it. Just I really love it. And yeah. I just want to be the best I can be. Yeah. And I want to just, just challenge myself in this way. I, I don't know, man. I just, I just want to. Just I just wanted to be dude, great man. in it, man. You're just a Whatever. good, hard work. Thing. Like, you just want to be fucking good at shit. You just want to, like, you respect people. I try. Take care I, of yourself. I, I try, you know, it's, you get, you're, we're on this planet floating around in space, man. <laughs> yeah. You only get one shot. Yeah. Does it really mean anything in the big picture? Who knows? But yeah. we're here. Yeah. This is just what I'm urged to do. Yeah. And this is, I just enjoy it. And I just want to do it the best of my ability, yeah, I guess. It's good, yeah. man. Um, so, what primitive the store mm -hmm. how old were you when you started that uh 23 or 24 it opened in 2008 when primitive started so Jesus. yeah i was 23 that's young and then uh -huh. i guess like what what happened that you were like i mean that's why you're an entrepreneur right just to be clear yeah but that's... this is also why i kind of am not an entrepreneur okay. Okay. <laughs> um it, it was more of a thing my partner andy yep who is, is CEO of Primitive. Um, still, right? Yeah, yeah. still. It, it was his vision. It's his baby. And he yeah. was always a sneakerhead. And the way I knew him was he was the manager of the skate shop I rode for a 118 skate shop. Yeah. He was the, the team manager, and he, he was the manager of the actual store. And his dream was always to one day own, own his own retail store, yeah. uh, specifically in sneakers. Yeah. And once I got on Nike, he was like, hey uh, – dude this is a perfect opportunity he was really selling me on it like we can open up a store yeah like you got the nike hookup we can get the nike account yeah i know all the best shoes i know this world we can make it and, and at this time i'm like just getting on nike i'm like 1920 yeah and 
and I'm just like, dude, I don't know. I just got on. I don't know about all this and like investing stuff. This sounds real daunting, real intimidating. You know, I don't really know anything about this. He's like, no, no, we can do it. And thankfully, the one smart thing is I had just an an intuitive feeling of like, I don't know about going into business with friends like that and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But he just kept on me over the years, like yeah. writing more notes, like not taking no for an answer and hitting me from this angle. How about this? How about that? And yeah. and it started dawning on me as like, he's for real. Yeah, like yeah. he really wants to do this. That persistence, like, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I know looking back now, I'm like, that's a good trait of an entrepreneur. 100%. That's a good that's the type of person you, you gotta need be. That. Yeah. 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 But I the way I processed it is because I've only learned how to look at the world through the filter of skateboarding i'm like man this guy really loves this idea he loves this i feel like just as much as how i feel about riding my skateboard yeah, yeah. he feels like this about this shop yeah and if he feels the same way i feel because i know how i feel about skateboarding yeah and if he feels this type of way then there's to me here. that that adds up as like then it has to work yeah yeah because yeah. there's no way somebody was going to be that die hard yeah and just let it fail so you true know? yeah yeah and so that's the only way i've that's why i don't consider myself necessarily an entrepreneur yeah i just learned early and i think so far it's proven me good to yeah. like the person you're going in into business with like are they as passionate about what they're doing as you are about yours can you really gauge them like against the barometer of yeah your enthusiasm yeah, yeah, yeah. right it's interesting and yeah. so that's what i learned and eventually he wore me down after three years like, like okay fine, you know what i it. think maybe i should start i'm 23 now maybe i should start thinking about uh you know investments yeah. and life after skateboarding yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. you know and so i think that's what that's the interesting part is at that age at the top of your game to think that way is the and I think I'm going to name this podcast is Pirato Entrepreneur or not. But that's, <laughs> that's my argument for why why you are is it's that. It's that mentality of like, yeah, we, sh- we, we should start some mm-hmm. shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's I want to have some ownership in my own businesses and I want to control my own destiny a little bit here, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that started and and was that your first like kind of investment kind of yeah that was my first like like outside of being sponsored like let's try this money that like an uncomfortable amount of money that i'm (laughs) like okay you know like yeah that was my first time um and as soon as it went it opened he just he went to work he started recruiting other guys uh, jubal jones who's also a partner with us and still to this day he went and recruited him and they just started running the store and getting some momentum and people started knowing and it grew and then they started just putting out small little shirt designs just like anybody would do there's this is a shirt from my store or whatever putting out designs and notice people were like going to those designs and kind of um being drawn to them and slowly just added a little more add a little more oh let's do hats now and then it kind of just was organic crazy and grew into its own kind of brand and so then that turned into the the brand and then brand and then turned into that was how long ago? Ten years ago? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So then that turned morphed all the way into primitive skate, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. is two years, almost two years. Two years we is since we started primitive skateboarding, and yeah. that's a full skate uh, team, skateboard company. Yeah, full on, full. The real deal. Yeah, like um, I, I mean, obviously I'm connected, so I'm inclined to say, it, but I feel like we have 
Your team's Arguably incredible. Arguably the best team, yeah. man. Arguably we got the good. best skate team out there, like board team. No disrespect to anybody because there's a lot of amazing teams. So I'm not going to, you know, I, yeah, I everybody think should safe. be proud of their own squad. Sure, so it's I'm safe proud of my for you squad. to say, hey, they're, they're we're out there the best. With, with some of the best. Yeah, yeah, you guys are fucking killing it. Who did you just announce? Uh, uh, two kids, uh, Trent McClung and Diego Nahara. And these are just two young, hungry killing uh, murderers the instagram clips have been retarded yeah trent mcclung he's been getting known for a while he just put out a part in lrg video uh last year and um had multiple parts last year and and so he's getting momentum but like i feel like diego probably had a bit of buzz about him but this was his real like introduction to the broader world in skateboarding and i think people are just blown away by those two guys and i'm blown away i skate with them i get to skate with them on the regular and are they from the valley they live in the valley no they're not from the valley uh trent's from the oc and diego's from san diego and uh but they they stay in the valley a lot and i just try to skate with them and kind of just draw off that youthful energy yeah the team's fucking gnarly man it, it, it makes its way all the way to me even though i don't like daily check up with skateboarding right mm-hmm. but i just the buzz of how crazy the team is becoming has made its way to like my brain right sick, you know sick. it's dope yeah that's a good feeling man it's good to hear and i just feel happy about that because uh i just god willing if we you know run a proper healthy brand and it the idea is that it has longevity yeah and so like long after i can personally be in skateboarding like physically yeah i can at least still have that connection yeah. to skateboarding yeah. be part of it and because uh, you're an entrepreneur i guess so yeah <laughs> what uh, let me ask you this what because this is a key element i think for like the general topic here is like i remember and if you can't talk about it just tell me i remember when you had the gold boards right mm-hmm. and that was after plan b mm-hmm. so after plan b you had the gold board was that because you just spray painted it uh-huh right and was that because you had no sponsor at the time or you knew you were about to start primitive but it wasn't ready mm, uh no to both so okay. <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to you know use this platform as a good way to uh clear yeah, uh some yeah i like that exclusive some uh things that have bothered me about how i went about doing that yep. so you know plan b was a company i was with for a long time since they came back in 2005 yep. and uh it was a really good squad of people we were like family everything was wonderful i loved my whole time there but then when i kind of dawned on me i was in a certain window in my career yep and i was like you know fortunate enough not many skaters get enough juice behind them to be able to support a brand yeah on on their own and uh, i was realizing that and i was really if i don't act now i'm gonna miss my window yeah so i kind of just went rogue and just kind of like put the thing into motion and i was terrified to yeah. call up colin mckay and tell him like hey dude i've decided to part way i was terrified yeah 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 that sucks I, I that's how i feel about firing and people now yeah it's it horrible yeah. right and yeah. so like you know the way i went about it was pretty it, it wasn't very good at all yeah. and so I, I apologize to those guys uh-huh. for sure about the way i went about it but um it's hard i was just too scared to call him bottom line like i yeah. didn't, didn't know how to break the news yeah. and so i just started like spray painting my boards and it was just every day i was okay i'm gonna call him today no no, no i'll call him tomorrow yeah okay i'll come tomorrow and so it just started 
pushing back, pushing back. And I went to this contest and I spray painted my board gold. Yep. I went to a street league uh, yep. and I was in Germany and um, uh, they like, uh, I got a phone call or text like what's up like how come you spray painting your board like what's going on oh, like man how, you don't like the graphic like what's going can you at least throw a sticker on and you know eventually colin called me yeah and he's like i don't care you want to spray paint your board cool he's super laid back guy like he's like but you know you just you know if you want to throw a sticker show some love whatever i was yeah. like well actually colin, <laughs> oh, the thing man. is and the then worst. i had to have that conversation with that him feeling there when the i worst. was in germany for the contest and it, like what i did was basically paint myself into a corner yeah, literally. to have to do it. You yeah, gold, literally, yeah. Golden painted yourself Good, into a corner. Clever right there. <laughs> I had to do it yeah. because I, I guess maybe subconsciously I knew I wasn't going to just man up and just yeah, die and call. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Like man. I had to like basically subconsciously or whatever you want to call it, like force the situation yeah. Yeah. and basically force them to call me because I was too scared. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it wasn't a good look on my part and that wasn't the best way to go about it. So I hadn't planned on, it wasn't like, I had, I'm going to go straight to primitive skate and that's yeah. what it's going to be. It was just like, well, what do I do? How would I do it? I was talking to my, my partner, Heath, you know, Heath, obviously, yeah, yeah. who's now basically general manager of primitive skate. It's his vision, his baby. And I was like, tell him what I want to do. So it was just like, if I don't do it now, then I'm never going to force myself to figure it out. Yeah. So I, I separated with plan B with no official plan and yeah. I just started posting Instagram like the gold boards. People were just like, Hey, you should make those, you should make those. Yeah. That looks sick. I remember looks that sick. now, man. Now that you say it and I kinda remember how this story goes and it's fucking exciting. Okay, keep yeah. going. Yeah, and I was just like after a while I started taking notice, I was like, Damn, these kids are like every post, like we want one of those, you should make those, you should make those. And so I was in San Francisco and I was telling Heath, like, dude, we've been talking about this for so long. Yeah. Like uh, it's I, I don't want to go a whole year without having a board on the market yeah and so i was like i want to just do an experiment i want to just order let's print up 500 of these things yeah and put them on my website and that was see no brand happens. no brand just, just gold the board. gold board yeah and what we did he I, I just really like how he masterminded the whole rollout for it yeah it was all his idea he like planned this whole week of one day i mean one video a day for the whole week leading up to the drop that yep. was saturday yeah um just the little videos like me going down to the wood manufacturer bareback and signing all of them and then numbering all of them doing a video of that doing yeah. a video of me doing some tricks on it and just nice little edited pieces that led up to like okay they drop at midnight on saturday blah 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 date like yeah. only 500 so get them while you can yeah and um it was just a huge success for just the experiment yeah. of what it was they sold out Two minutes. Oh, I was like, oh my God. I was in Argentina at the time on a trip and my girl called me because she was actually doing all the computer part of it yep. and like filling the orders and packing them. <laughs> yeah, that's and, incredible. And like I was in bed, just phone ringing. Oh my God, man, man, man. like they're, they're gone. They sold out. Like yeah. they sold out. It's two minutes gone. Like Was that Instagram? Was like like oh what, was, what was the platform back then? Just all through Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. and my website, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So Insane. just all those things and it people showed love some people ended up buying multiple ones i seen some go up on ebay and they ended yeah. up selling for a few hundred bucks so i was like wow this is kind of cool and crazy you know so i still didn't know what to do about that yeah. though like what do i do like yeah. I, I would contemplate it just making boards and selling them only on my website yeah but then i was like man is that kind of weird because 
you know, I got all these skate shops that supported me all my career that yeah. always were, you know, now I'm just taking my product out and yeah. keeping it to my, I don't know. I had these weird back and forth pro and con things going on. Yeah. So I remember, I think you talked to Rob about it mm-hmm. at the time. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, what do I, what do you think I should do here? Yeah. And actually Rob, of course I take heed to everything he says. I, if I remember correctly, he wasn't really a believer in the yeah. online idea, but I was like, man, I just went, sold 500. Yeah. Full margin, if we're talking business yeah, side, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I paid, what was it, maybe six, seven bucks per board. You sell them for whatever they sold, 49, yeah. 50 bucks, you yeah. know, times 500. You yeah. did the math. Like, in two minutes, I was yeah. like, whoa, this yeah. is crazy. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I was, it was exciting. But, no, that's something. I mean, but that's then shit. it's like, can I really maintain that just solo? Yeah. And, like, is it going to get played out like after the second drop or third drop, whatever? We'll come up with a graphic. Okay, 500 more. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Can I keep that pace up? Yep. And it's like, it, it's all on me too. If I slow down yeah, or start wanting to, you know, not be the dude in the spotlight anymore, yeah, then it kind of dies with me. Instantly, yeah. So that's why I was like, man, it'd be cool to be make a brand and be a part of maybe like even, this is the first time my mind opened up to like, being on the other side and being a part of like bringing in new talent and yeah. help building new talent. I was so, always so basically self-centered and so focused on getting myself in a good position and skating and getting myself up there yeah. that I never thought about like, oh, I want to be a part of ushering in, you know, help bring in a new generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the idea started dawning. I mean, I started, you know, feeling like, well, maybe this is, that's the point you're at. Like, maybe, like, you, that is something you do. Like, yeah, that's the evolution. Started, yeah, yeah, opening, like, that opened up in my mind. Like, hey, that is a cool thing. That is exciting. Yeah. I am hyped on that. So, so that's incredible. So, really, the key is, which is fucking insane, is you made a kind of last minute, not fully thought out decision to spray paint your board because mm-hmm. you knew you were over your current situation. And the situation. gold was an accident too. Well, I went happen? and bought a bunch of colors yeah. and I started spray painting on my board white, black, whatever. And the only color that I could, like I was, I'm not, maybe I'm not good with spray paint, but uh-huh. all the other colors would have like puddles in them and like air yep. bubbles and weird. And gold was the only color that just went on smooth. Man, it was destiny. And I was like, it just looks smooth. Man. It's perfect. And that so it went from accident. that to literally the chain of events causing you to start what now, you won't say it, I will, is <laughs> arguably the best skate team currently uh-huh. um, and a full-on skateboard brand, a full-on like legit thing. Yeah. From that, really, it just snowballed. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And, it, you know, it was just not a fluke, but it's crazy how like sometimes – I'm sure you've experienced it too. When you yeah. have a certain goal or desire in mind, yeah. it's crazy how sometimes it just seems like just the lucky thing happens yeah. at the right moment. You're yeah. like, how did that kind of, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you know? I think a key part of that too, which you do really well at, is like treating people right too. Try like, to. I just think like if you want something, you genuinely just have a good idea and people fuck with you and you've always, you know what I'm saying? You just, whatever, like people kind of rally behind you. Things tend to just kind of line up. It seems like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. always those people that like burnt bridges or are kind of shady or whatever that things don't line up for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sucks because a lot of those people are very crafty and very crafty, very smart. Yeah. And it's just, it seems like they just have like a short sighted vision. Yeah. If they would just like switch that over to the long, long play. Yeah. Man, these dudes could be. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's how people just end up being. 
criminals, really. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're, uh, bottom <laughs> line is, I'm, sure, good ideas. I'm yeah. sure we both dealt with that. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, man, if people would just want to look at the big picture play, yeah, you do things the right way, you know, in the long term, it's, it's going to just be better all around. It'll probably be better for business. It'll be just be better for your mental, your sanity, your internal being, your yeah. soul, like yeah. sleeping at night, all that type of thing, you know, like. That's a key lesson. Dude, yeah, you can't enjoy, well, you know, success and living your dreams out if, like, every night you're drinking yourself to sleep because you've, you got guilt or whatever things just haunting you, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't want, I don't want yeah, that. A lot of people live like that. I don't want that. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, okay, so you're on a roll. So you open a skate shop, still doing your thing, mm-hmm. turns into a brand, turns into a skate brand. When St. Archer is the next big thing. And that's so yeah. interesting to me because it's like, yeah. it's outside of the normal, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe a skateboard company would be, or a skateboard shop would be an idea that is understandable or, right. or that's, you know, whatever. Um, the beer company, St. Mm-hmm. Archer, mm-hmm. how'd that start? That's a cool story. So, and actually, as you said, asked that Josh Landon, the basically the guy who made it all happen, just texted me right now. Um, so, the, I met this guy Josh Landon um, years back, maybe two thousand six or seven. He was making. He comes from the surf world, and he makes videos, surf films, and videos. Got it. And he was shooting this series of. Uh, videos for schools uh like an anti-drug campaign type thing called natural high where he would go interview different i think sports action sports i don't like to use that term i guess but surfers snowboarders and whatnot what have you uh and he would just interview them and basically it was a you know little videos that would play in schools to try and get kids to you know influence them away from doing drugs gotcha so i met him there and then uh, back to Mikey Taylor. Mm-hmm. I guess him and Mikey Taylor went on some trip. I don't remember if it's a surf trip because Mikey's a surfer. He, yeah. He's super into it. So yeah. um, I don't know if it was a surf skate trip or what the nature of the trip was, but they ended up getting on this trip together, yeah. Mikey and Josh, and clicking yeah. and just hitting it off. And um, I don't know exactly how I got brought up because maybe Josh had told him he'd shot a video with me or whatnot, and he knows that Mikey and I are friends or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But they end up clicking, and Mikey's got that entrepreneur bug to him too. So I guess they start talking, and Josh has that bug, and they basically bond over that entrepreneur yep. spirit and just talking like, what would be a good company to start? What would yeah. Just kicking around ideas. And from the story they told me, they were in the hotel room and they were throwing out ideas like sunglasses. Nah, there's already a million of those. Yeah, yeah. Shoe company? Hell no. Uh, yeah. Bag company? I don't know. Is that exciting to do? Boring. I don't know. Like yeah. just everything in our industry. And so they couldn't think of an idea. And Josh turns out the light and they lay down. And two seconds later, Josh sits up, turns on the light. Beer. Oh, man. And Mikey's like, uh, yeah, that could be good. He's like, think about it. That's you know, really fun. Skateboarding, surfing, silver. We all love beer. We all drink beer. You yeah. go out and skate. You have a great day. You come home. You have a cold beer. The yeah. whole world. Who doesn't like to have a nice cold beer after yeah. they get home from work? Whatever. It's yeah. like beer. That's and incredible. We're like, there's already like, especially in the surf world, they sponsor. You know, whatever Tecate, Corona, or whoever sponsors different events and all that. Yeah. But there's no. Comp- nobody doing it from our world like for us. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, So yeah. it just went off, and Mikey called me like, "Hey, dude." when can you meet up with me and, my, and, and josh 
And I was like, yeah, sure. We got this really exciting idea that we want to talk to you about. Yeah. And I go and meet them. That's crazy. Meet up with them. And they're just like, yeah, we want to try a beer. And I'm, I'm just like, sure. again, naive <laughs> yeah. for sure. And I'm like, well, I like beer. I think the idea sounds cool. Yeah. And from there, we just got in a car, went and uh, visited different breweries. Yeah. And first, we were going to just contract brew. So in our mind, oh, this is easy. We just go. We find some brewery that they make beer for people, and they yeah. just put our label on the bottle, ship it out. Cool. Just like we do in this industry. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, I was like, cool. But then we started doing the numbers, and it's like you had to sell an astronomical amount of beer just to tur- just to make a profit. Yeah. Like, it was like something you were literally profiting like 25, 50 cents a case of beer. Jesus. And it was just like we were going to go nowhere fast. It's, yeah. We're not – it's not like just like, you know – saturday hobby like we're looking to do this yeah and so we had to do more research we just visit as many breweries in la that we are in california that we can get to end up down in san diego which is a craft beer capital yeah and just visiting and josh is just very inquisitive and he's and i watched him from this process turn from like a filmmaker a surf filmmaker yeah to a straight up shark CEO, yeah. like, and that's, yeah, dude, and the transformation I tell him all the time is just like, is so such a cool thing to have witnessed. Yeah, and like, he had no real like CEO experience. No, that's no, crazy. he didn't. He, he was, was a surfer, he was filmer a guy, filmmaker, dude. He, I mean, you know, he had the uh, a spirit where you could tell. Again, this is where my I gauged it. Like, I felt the passion i felt the excitement yeah. i felt his willingness to start a project and see it through yeah i just i don't know i just felt like yeah. this guy can do that and it felt right to me and i feel like he was passionate like again like how i felt for skateboarding to do this yeah. so i was like okay that's crazy i thought the whole way that he was like a beer guy no that like came to you guys no. and was like hey let's do a beer company no that's not incredible. at all that's a real like started yeah from not the at all yeah. literally from and, had, from and we always room. say this now like if we'd have known now what it was going to take to get to this point yeah i don't know that we would have wanted yeah. to deal with all that yeah, yeah yeah it was heavy so he we ended up going from oh we're going to contract brew this totally cost barely any money yeah and we're going to get everything we found out getting distribution is a bitch yeah. in, in in this world seems like it would be it's super hard and if you fuck up once like You're it's out. like very harsh out yeah you know we just find all these nuances in 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 that world and um so we finally came to the conclusion after doing interviewing meeting so many people uh the power squad yeah, no that's just the, oh that's the i always forget about that that's the uh like seven o'clock power down oh, okay this is where we talk about a little bit of slower things and now the slow Maybe. jams yes uh, <laughs> guys just so you know our uh, power goes out at 7 p.m so all the lights just turned off so yeah. that's what's happening now it's a bit of a more, more romantic mood. slow it down a little yeah um okay so we come to the conclusion that yes. if we want to do it and do it right we have to raise a ton of money and open up our own brewery and brew our own beer yeah from scratch so we have to go through the process of like who do you even find that brews beer yeah how do you know they're good how do you know they make a quality beer and we find out this whole world it's like similar to skating like you got your your people who are just world-renowned respected um brewers who are just like scientists with this craftsmen with this really love it and they're very protective of it too yeah um and then you you know we just met interviewed and josh just has this really good way about just Asking the right question, getting to the right point, finding the right person, just just watching him finesse this yeah. was amazing. 
and uh, so we find the right brewers and you know josh he also became a real hardened dude that i respect i mean i wouldn't say hardened in a harsh way but like yeah. if he has to make the tough decision he'll make it right yeah, now right yeah. here no hesitation there's yeah. no like uh, uh, uh it's like if that's what needs to be done yeah we got to get it done let's do it right now let's do it yeah, some people just got to get rid of this guy we have to i'm sorry but this is a lot bigger picture than this yeah and so we had a whole beginning staff that pretty much he had to pick a part and bring it in a whole new one and yep. i'm sure that happens a lot um but he made all the right decisions did all the right things and the brewery finally we had to raise like i think two million dollars so we just spent a good almost year trying to raise the money yep. and convincing people like we're gonna make a brewery yeah, like, yeah. that was real hard wow. convinced like we went and we're doing tons of meetings on the business plans making sure the numbers were super conservative but still compelling and everything perfect and right and that was just you and me These josh guys? mikey and um and, and mike i mean and josh being you know really spearheading all of it yeah so then me and mikey decided to invest in josh basically we invested so that josh basically put himself in a sink or swim situation yeah. like left his job whatever he had to do moved his family from ventura county Jesus. to san diego and just went into the fire and yeah. went to work and it's like we invest, we put it in there he, he had the money to to get the family going get the ball rolling yeah we went we raised the money luckily friends and family other athletes and really made a com compelling case and yeah. he went out he just found the people got right distributions and did all the and he's really good at putting the brand together the look and all that yeah and um dude he just worked magic man and here we are uh actually Crazy. this saturday i'm going down there we're celebrating our third year of the brewery being open you insane know? and it's been incredibly successful it's been very successful for shit i mean yeah it's been for for myself for all of us in there but it's like you know it, it, it really in the craft beer world like got a lot of momentum really fast and yep. people started embracing us and really liking the beer and you know wonderful things happen and dude here we are just, yeah that's incredible yeah it's it's a trip man when you go back and see how things pan out but when you're at the beginning and you're just like you're like what going through it yeah. i look back and i'm like how the hell did i stumble into so many like yeah perfect situation perfect moments or how the hell did how just how the hell did it yeah, it's just you that know? intuition i think yeah it's not like you just if you just get it yeah you just follow your instincts i think yeah that's key. that's i mean that's the way i've learned to do it but I see other people like we were talking Prophet Marcus Lemonis, yeah, and when I yeah. see him, he seems so sure of himself, so calm, so oh, knows yeah. exactly. Here's what you do: boom, 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 boom. Like I definitely can't do that. Yeah. I don't know any of that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Uh, so that's a different. Like I just feel like yeah. That's a whole different. Yeah, yeah. that's like the guy who comes in and buys <laughs> our a, company. Yeah, he's you know a real refined kind of yeah educated know, master of type. this type. Yeah. yeah, like master of this world. Yeah. What um. So then you went on, and I know we talked before we started here, and you can't get too in-depth, but you then didn't renew your Mountain Dew contract because you have something new in the works. Yes. So uh -huh. you don't need to give me details because we talked about it, but uh -huh. that alone is exciting. I mean, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> renew. Think about that because right now here you are. This is your like hotel room moment kind <laughs> of, right? And you, you didn't renew a contract yeah, with Mountain Dew. Yeah. That's like the old P-Rod, right? Is mm -hmm. the like, you know, ath sponsored athlete. Yeah. yeah. And to phase into the new P-Rod, which is that you're starting a new 
venture obviously in that space yeah and um, i want to use the term me starting it very loosely because it's not me starting it's sure just, sure sure you're a part of <laughs> yeah, you're a part of a group <laughs> yeah yep. it's not me like i'm not the mastermind yeah, if yeah. i'm ever coming to anybody you, saying that i'm gonna do it yeah i'm telling you right i don't but let me tell you this that's from a your bad past, investment if you your, won't expect me to be the, the the guy with the with the vision from your past experiences <laughs> if i hear that you're involved in something from here on out i'm in okay because you just okay. have a great you have the magic touches well like, i know like listen, it's I only know, been I know, one or two I early things you, but i'm saying <laughs> you've had a good run uh, so far it's got everything's the magic. blessed so far yeah man um, um so that's exciting yeah that's so fucking, so that you know off the success of saint archer you know we had a little acquisition and some nice little success from that and so we myself josh landon and mikey taylor again yeah i want to want to go in on in the beverage world this time you know i can what i can say is the non-alcoholic beverage world and you know kind of bring something new and healthier and more something that we can be more comfortable with pushing yeah. to people That's and kids and feel confident yeah. about like just health wise and i think yep. i think everyone kind of right now there's a mo- movement going on between everyone being more receptive to health and yep. good positive things and i agree um so yeah in order to do that i had to make really a, the toughest one of the toughest decisions of my life to walk away from a sure thing yeah. comfortable guaranteed thing walking yeah. away from it and just believing and having faith that this can work out and yeah. come in and you know Mountain Dew's been with me damn near my whole career since oh three oh four I've been with them and that's big they've carried me through my whole career and really supported me and I'm thankful for all those years and but you know you got to do it at some point skateboarding will come to an end and that'll have to come to an end at some point so now my mm-hmm. mentality is just how can I in what areas can I develop stuff that will last beyond me or carry my momentum through beyond skateboarding yeah yeah hey it's paid off so far i mean it's similar to the hopefully to the plan b to primitive thing it's Mm -hmm. similar to you know it's just i think it's getting to a scale where now you're leaving mountain dew behind yeah i mean to build the p-rod portfolio yeah i just think i just feel it's time and I, i actually it's like if there were ever time for me to take that risk now's the time yep um i agree so that's that's kind of that hey, situation but i'm so looking far, forward man. to it look out maybe this month i think it hits stores or next month really yeah so probably i'm gonna yeah. say that probably by the we'll time we'll just call it villager goods there you go there's the there's the, <laughs> the just look the out for it teaser at um, villager goods i think probably by the time this comes out it'll just be launching or shortly after so be on the lookout for yeah that. it'll be right right around that time so uh, um, that's very fun and exciting yeah, I agree, man. There's nothing like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, I mean, I guess all that being said, right? Am I missing anything big? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I got... I, I mean, got, I know there's uh, fucking a million things, well, but... Well, I don't know. Uh, any other thing that I have going on right now are just developmental stages and trying yeah, like to get what's, to the, That's know. what I was going to say is like what's from here on out, like the rest of the P-Rod legacy including everything that's going on now, anything I may have missed, like in a nutshell, what's that kind of look like? I mean, developing, partnering with people, making your own things, being more of a 
Yeah, I, I guess for me, it's just about learning. I just want to learn. Like, I'm really in this stage right now where, like, even with Primitive, like, I'm not as, like, how you are with Young and Reckless. Like, yeah. I'm not at that point in there, like, making yeah. the calls. Like, I don't trust myself in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. category ability at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're doing all right, I see. Yeah. Um, so, but what I am doing is basically, like, going through college, basically, I, I, I found my first business uh mentor which yeah. i was excited about he's our cfo mitch batia shout out to mitch and i yeah. just i pick his brain a lot because he's been there and done that with his own companies with other companies and he's just a he talks that business business language yeah and, yeah and always puts me up on ted talks and books to read and this and that and he'll sit with me he'll break down uh profit and loss statements for me margins this and that and like just school me that's yeah. why i just go in there with uh, a closed mouth and open ears yeah, that's <laughs> you know what that's i mean that's a key yeah so that's that's where i'm at with that and hopefully that develops into one day you know i'll take the training wheels off and ride the bike on my own at some point but but i mean um, technically you're fucking riding i mean you're fucking part <laughs> of businesses that are making big moves i you're riding the damn bike listen i'm, I'm you're riding I'm, the bike you just it's it's a um i'm on the side cart <laughs> hell no driving the motorcycle <laughs> you know crazy. i'm just uh but but i'm hyped and i just want to learn and and get better at that and just still i think you know i'm taking it year by year with skateboarding my body still feels healthy my yep. mind is still uh has a desire for skateboarding so i'm just one thing is great i, I got great people in place that i really believe in and in those areas and that that leaves me free to just focus on riding my skateboard yeah that's dope. You do a good job at that too. Thanks, dude. You do a good job at like <laughs> putting the people in place and and checking in and supporting. You know what I mean? Well, and being, it's early, but we'll see. Yeah, but hey, I mean, so far like so said, good. So far so good. <laughs> so far so good. And man. then still being able to just go skateboard. I mean, you didn't yeah. forget like what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yeah. You didn't go too quick. Like, oh, I had one successful business. Now I'm a businessman. Yeah, nah, you no, know I mean? dude. That's one thing, and that's one thing a lot of people have told me, and that I'm really taking the heat is like you have that Saint Archer was just that flash out of the pan hit for us, and by no means am I like set for life. Fucking see you later. Yeah, you know yeah. that type of thing. But it's like they were just like, be careful because it doesn't. That was a blessing, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily just go like that every time. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. That's. It's kind of a, a, a bad example of how things yeah. typically go. I see that. Yeah, it, it was quick. Yeah, it was quick. And, and for and for that world and for us coming from nothing to do with it and yeah. figuring it out, like yeah, it was a blessing. So I'm still very uh, try to be very um, thought Humble. out with whatever it is I do and yeah. decide like, okay, can I? Is this you know? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to be wise. Yeah. What would you? Um, being wise and passing your wisdom, what would you, this is something I ask everyone, but like, if there's a kid growing up, loves skateboarding, really wants to be the best, similar to a young P-Rod, what would you, now looking back, having come this far, what would you tell that kid? He's 12. Um, it's, it's not even necessarily about I don't believe in that. It, it's it's inside you. It's not. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, and this goes for skateboarding or whatever it is your dream is. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's people who may have certain like physical advantages over you. This guy just naturally jumps higher, or whatever the case is. But really, for me, my belief is that talent is not in your arms and legs and 
in your physical body it's in your spirit it's in your mind it's in your heart because you know once you get to a professional level the physical capabilities are all right there within a yeah the the places where the differences are made where the champions are made where is the mentality is the spirit about how they go about it how they work at it how they what they're doing internally how they're envisioning themselves that's the shit you can't see or it's not tangible because you're like well i skated just as many hours as this guy how come he learned the trick faster but what you don't know is well that guy's practicing that trick he's envisioning himself doing it yeah uh in a contest, last try, right here, landing it. You're just envisioning, like, oh, cool, it'd be yeah. cool to flip it and do. It. This guy's envisioning. He's putting a bigger purpose behind learning that trick yeah. than you are. Yeah. Even though from outside it might seem you guys spend the same amount of yeah, time. Hour for hour. Yeah. It's just the, the purpose behind it. So that's what you really got to hone in on, is like on your purpose behind what you're doing. For me, it was always a purpose. Like, I one day I'm gonna be like Costin. One day I'm gonna be like Tom Penny. I want to be. I just whatever gets your fucking blood boiling yeah. and gets your heart pumping, yeah. whatever you got to do to get that belief up, do it. And yep. and that's the that's the advice house gives like it's the you got to really develop your internal desire and want cuz that'll that'll guide you better than than yeah. anything. And there's so many people who have physical talent that were so good and coordinated that just didn't see the value of developing internally yeah and if that and that's why we were talking earlier how many stories are there of the guy who almost made it or did make this or that but maybe he didn't have that internal that belief in him maybe he couldn't see himself there yeah like maybe if you're not the fastest learner fine but if in your mind you can see crystal clear yourself at that goal at on that mountaintop whatever it is yeah you can see it that's stronger than having the initial signs of physical talent yeah, i yeah, think yeah. personally you feel like that was just born in you did somebody give you that or did <sighs> develop that? i don't think it was necessarily given to me you know what i i i attest this to all the heroes and people i looked up to growing up because i grew up a single child yeah with my mom i have a half sister and a half brother but we never grew up in the same households together yeah so i grew up by myself, I mean, not by myself, with my mom, but I'm saying, like, as far as um, I didn't grow up with, like, an older brother to look up to or yep. whatever, you know. So I was always, like, whoever I saw on TV or in a movie that I was drawn to, like, you know, Bruce Lee from as far back as I can remember yeah. was my hero. Yep. I would watch all his movies, anything I could find. This was before internet when I was super young. Yeah. You know, anything I could find, a book, a, a documentary, whatever, I just had to know, I had to know, I had to, I had to have what he had, what yeah. was it that he has, yeah. like. And that was just kind of in, in, intuitive for me. So I, every time, Michael Jordan, whoever the hero is, and, and they they keep adding to the group yep. as I grow older. And I still am very hero-based yep. in my inspiration. That's an important thing, I think. Having heroes. Having when you get older, you lose heroes. For sure. Yeah, and you can't do that. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. I, 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 I thoroughly love being starstruck. Yeah. And I thoroughly love... I like having people to look up to yeah. because it just keeps the fun and magic about it. Like, I, and especially being out here in LA, I'm sure, you know, you, you've met plenty of people, yeah, whatever, like so-and-so's over there, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just yeah, like yeah. for me, I like, I'm like, whoa, really? Like, yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, this is a person who, they have the formula, they know what to do. Like they can envision a dream, they made their goal. I get excited off yeah. people who like create their goals, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Agree. I agree. And so like, that's what gets me starstruck about them. Not even necessarily the actual talent. It's just the, like, I just look yeah, at this, the it. process of skateboarding. Yeah. Whether you put that in the process of acting or the process of music, it's the same grind, yeah. the same mentality and spirit behind it. 100%. So I just appreciate other people who have done that because yeah. I want to draw, 
I want to get that vibe in me too, you know, and that inspires me. So, uh, yeah, man, there's this thing, man. It's important to have that. Like, I think, I think that, and whatever you're in, I think that unashamed want to just be fucking good at shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think, I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't want to come off like preachy, but Mm -hmm. I think to, now that I think of it, like to a lot of kids, they're almost shy to go out and say that, right? Or too shy to fail or scared to fail or too, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you just have to like follow your passion, right? Because you can't really choose that. You follow that and just try the best you can at that. It's the only way, I think, to find what people call happiness or some sort of satisfaction. Just got to be unbelievably immersed in it. And dude, my girlfriend will be the first one to tell you, man, people like myself, like whatever drama, you give me nice compliments, saying I'm humble or whatever, but people like myself and I'm sure yourself, man, we are very self-centered. Yeah. Yeah, I I have this dream. It's so strong within me. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. I'm sorry. Like, and you know, you know, people around, you know, people, you know, there are some like, you know, not so glamorous pitfalls to it, but I'm sorry, whatever the case is like got to realize these dreams i have yeah. to live that i can't imagine not uh bringing these to reality you yeah. know and so it, but it causes a lot of sacrifice and time away and there's so much to there's so much non-glamorous things that people yeah. don't see that yeah. that are very vital to getting to the glamorous yeah side yeah of it, yeah 100 you know? mm-hmm. percent. So. yeah it's interesting man um do you feel like I missed anything? I don't do this. I'm not like a know. real interviewer, and so that's I don't. The thing is, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm having fun with this conversation. Yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah. I'm feeling charged up. You I, know? Me too, man. <laughs> I feel like we did like a uh, really good job at kind of the beginning days to the fucking the future of P Rod and the advice to the kids. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's what? Just, okay, well then, you here's just this. Gotta, the end, you gotta live it, man. You have to. At the end. At the end of all of these, I do a, uh, I call it less of, more of, right? Um, So what it is is three things. First is three things in general, and it could literally be fucking anything, that the world we need less of, in your opinion. could literally be Uh anything from the smallest thing to Mm -hmm. the... We need less interference of our brain <laughs> yeah less brain interference What's less that, like apps like, and no 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 i just less um chatter going on inside yeah. mental inner chatter yeah and more do you um, meditate? yeah you do i do i don't Does know if help? i do it right or if i'm good at it i just sit there and try to be quiet and listen to my breathing and try not to have thoughts you feel like it helps you um Kinda. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel very serene when I come out of yeah. it. When I when I get out of it, or I feel very like okay, it's like a reset. Yeah. So yeah, I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make me a phenomenal skater. I don't know how much it's doing all that, or yeah. making me a genius businessman. I don't know if it's doing any yeah. of that. But yeah. what it's doing is just clearing my mind of any worries, anxieties, whatever, yeah. and just reset so I can get focused and focus on the task at hand. Yeah. I want to get good at it. I just. Because there's a lot of, you know, like, I'll, I'll get a lot of, like, just overthinking, just fucking yeah. anxieties and, ugh. Dude, you know? we're our worst enemies. Yeah. We're getting our own way. Dude, I'm the worst. Uh, sometimes I, I'm surprised how the hell have I 
accomplish anything because I was sitting here fucking freaking myself over <laughs> yeah. about something just in my mind. Like driving down the street, you're in a full on, I'm sure we've all been a part of it. Yeah. Driving down the street, you're full in this like mental wormhole. Yeah. And then you realize like, holy shit, I've driven so far. I don't even, I don't even remember yeah. how I got here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember it's like scary. making the turns or like you'll miss your exit by like five miles because you're in your brain about something that's probably irrelevant. Yeah. So I, <laughs> everyone has it. I think that's what's important too is like everyone like thinks they're the only one that has that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's knowing that everyone except for maybe like monks and shit, maybe Bruce Lee didn't have it. But we like all have it, yeah. they they everyone has that like overthinking self-doubt craziness. Mm-hmm. It's cuz we're uh, now I'm, I can get on a tangent getting too deep or philosophical or whatever, but uh yeah, cuz your mind's talking so loud that you can't hear your intuition yeah it's so much volume over the the intuition like down here speaks yeah. to you but up here is being too loud that down here you don't even hear what's coming from yeah from inside you know and so many people just end up doing nothing yeah right because yeah, the voice is just too there's too much saying no what if this yeah. happens what if that happens you just literally don't do anything yeah so less i would say l- just less mind <laughs> yeah yeah fair um what else two more uh Less getting, less sensitivity, I guess. And I, yeah. I, I need to explain that. Not, I don't mean by like, be like a hardened person. It's mm-hmm. not sensitive to things. But like, I feel like especially in this internet age and this, where information travels at the speed of light, like nobody can say anything anymore without pissing no. somebody off. Yeah. It's like, man, really? Is everyone this sensitive? Yep. Like, does everything have to be an issue yep. about the way this guy said this or that? Does everybody have to catch feelings about everything? Can yep. nobody just, like, yep. let it slide? Yep. Like, is it really a big deal? So, like... You know what I think it is? As we we were talking about, like, how things have even changed since when we were in high school, right? The difference now, I think, I think this is a huge thing, is humans weren't programmed to be able to speak with no responsibility meaning your face you're not there right Mm -hmm. you're not on the phone even you're not in a text message you're literally anonymous you're behind a keyboard some cloud or that's it you're just in a fucking cloud yeah and there's no backlash or no you there's you have don't have to be responsible for anything you say right Mm -hmm. and i think it's created this weird thing because literally almost everyone that i talk to especially in like entertainment or you know i consider skateboarding consider you being like obviously a saying loosely entertainment right Mm -hmm. but anyone who's the face of anything or whatever it's a comment that almost everyone makes Mm -hmm. because as silly as it is all the social media comments and the youtube comments and you know like the shit adds up and it makes people think like well fuck am i really not doing a good job here yeah that's but all it is is it's these people that don't there's no yeah you know there's no there's no filters say what they want and it's like they're not putting themselves in somebody else's shoe yeah and like realize like why is this person saying that can i actually understand the chain of events that have caused this person to form this opinion of what they're speaking yeah, on no and, way. and you know that's getting so deep and all that and i've been victim of you know speaking out of turn and quick to judge yeah. for sure we all have so it's like it's not, i'm not saying i'm exempt from that but i don't know i just feel in general as a whole as the world it's like the world's too small nowadays with yeah. airplanes, internet, and everything. Like, everything travels at the speed of light. It's like, yeah. like it's just, let it go. Yeah. Like, it's I, not, I wish they like, would just take the comment section off of shit. things. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> which is cool about Snapchat. Yeah. 
That's why um, Snapchat's working so well. That's yeah. like one of the things, like Snapchat's growing so fast, Instagram's shrinking. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things is you can post shit without feedback. You yeah. only hear yeah. from your friends hit you up like, hey man, that was funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't get yeah. the like, what the fuck? I've come to like, with Instagram, like take it with a grain of salt and like, you know, all the, all the comments that go on, you look at it compared to your followers compared to the actual view amounts compared to the comment number the 100%. comments is always the smallest right 100%. so the way i've thought of it is like well and and if it's uh, and if there's a lot of negative comments it's like well the people who like are cool with it or don't really like it doesn't really affect them or upset them in any type of way it's like they're living their life they don't really feel the need to say oh that's okay with me like they got yeah. shit to do they're not but like the people who it really irks yeah they're more like spurred to make a comment yeah. like i gotta tell this guy how yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. right now and so like but what you don't realize is that's actually most of the time the the, the minority yeah but it just they seem like the majority just because they're the one who decided to spend yeah. the time to yeah. type it out yeah. but like the most people who, who think it's cool will just double tap keep it moving double yeah, tap keep think, it moving double that's what you gotta think is like because i had a friend recently who and i won't say their name but it was driving them nuts like mm-hmm. literally nuts now, I'm like, look, look at your shit, right? Here's your followers, here's your likes, here's your whatever. What you gotta understand is 100% of people, or we'll say 90, said, cool photo, mm-hmm. went on with their day. Mm-hmm. 10% actually took the time to double tap and say, like, yo, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And then 0.001 got so said, fired Fuck up. Fuck you to, for that, yeah, right? And yeah. it's just like, man, come on. Like, who exactly. cares, right? Those people are just a lot of times looking for a reaction. For sure. Just pissed off, like, mm-hmm. whatever. So, but no, I get it. I get it. Um, Third thing. Third thing we could use less of. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, well, how do I encompass all of it? Um, less um, self, uh, like um, less self destruction. Yeah. All the way from the level of like killing our planet to the to the level of why the fuck can i stop picking my fingernails yeah. <laughs> so gnarly and yeah. so deep i can't fucking stop what is that yeah. about us like we we see ourselves on this path of destruction and can't fucking stop yeah, why is that man? i don't know but we need less of that it's fucking weird <laughs> yeah it's weird that that's just in humans yeah like i feel like we're just like global warming and we're just fucking shit up yeah and we're just whatever 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 Oh man! Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, more of. Now we get okay. to the fun part. Now, what, we, what, what do we need more of? Yes. Basically, the opposite of everything I just said. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. What we need more of? Um. Um. More geniuses, like a uh, more like Elon Musk types to help. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Help recalibrate this planet. Yeah. Hopefully, those geniuses don't become evil geniuses. But yeah, more we need less. <laughs> we need, yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um. Yep. We need more, um, I guess, tolerance. Yeah. You know, going back to like the world being so small. Yeah. You know, when it, either if it comes to cultures, I can't even believe like there really is such a thing as racism anymore. Like I can't it's believe that, that really like that's a real thing. Like yeah. it's mind boggling. And that it's me. this big of a thing still. Yeah. Like it's, it's in the news it, it, every. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. with Trump and with. All these police, well, yeah, the police shootings, shootings and, fucking, and the, yeah. just the the shit that goes on. That like, like how I hear people say it's always been happening, but now that everybody has yeah. a cell phone, everybody has can document it and send it out. It seems like all of a sudden it's just yeah. now happening when yeah. it's just it's always been there. 
but like i just can't believe like is that that really is an issue like you came from this part of the world and for some reason that makes me feel like i need to hate you like i don't that's why i think it's so important once again i'm preaching but for people to you know going back to visualizing yourself being successful following your passion like there's so much more to live for in life i feel like when people are just fucking bored yeah they just you become a racist yeah you become like a crazy fucking meth addict right it's just like man there's so much other shit you could be worried about than fucking somebody's different colored skin And maybe you could speak on it better because you come from the midwest like you know middle part of the country you might have seen it more but like me growing up right here in southern california it was like seriously not even any thought type of thought or anything you know what i mean like it was i've never even personally experienced or witnessed it in person with my eyes you know like it's to me yeah it exists in middle america i mean i'll say this my family is so not that and i never it's one of those things i think growing up like i just never could affiliate with those type of people, but I will say that it does exist there. It exists there more than yeah. Here. I, I, and I don't, I don't want to get because go. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not saying that. Like I think, yeah, Middle America. That means that's. I'm just saying. Hey, I'll say this. I grew people up on this part of the country. Middle America than the outsides <laughs> of America. I said it. I'm just saying this part of the country. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen where I grew up. I don't know what you're. Maybe you can speak to it from your part of the. Yeah, country. yeah. It's know, definitely but, more there. Okay. Definitely more and more racism in Akron, Ohio, mm-hmm. than in the San Fernando Valley. Mm. I'll go ahead and say that. it's a <laughs> statistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's uh, okay? Another is thing? that the third thing or was that the first uh, thing? F- I can't remember anymore. That was second. Okay. Second. One more. Um, what do we need more of? Mm. Entrepreneurs that pretend like they're not on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I um, we need more. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I guess the the obvious one, love. I don't know. I'm getting too okay. too philosophical yeah, here. Yeah, we're too. here, man. But yeah, that's yeah, a, no, that's what I agree. We need more I agree. Of. As a whole, you painted a good picture. Trying, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, did we do it? You tell me, man. I'll say I could talk to you all night. I I'm know, I'm, man. I'm all good. What we got to do is we gotta uh, for real do the cigar. Yeah, I'm St. Archer Nights. Yeah, sure. Can we get you smoking a cigar? Yeah, and let me in on uh, the fucking Uh, smoke uh, squad, man. The smoke squad and the like Marcus Lamona's Shark Tank. Like, what would you do? Debates. We should do that. Yeah, Yeah, just get it. It's all part of the same night. Like, instead of like people have guys' night where they play poker or whatnot, our guys' night will be like, we get together, watch The Prophet. We all debate, like, is this a good. We watch Prophet Shark Tank. Are we investing in this? Yes or no? What are your reasons? Are you in? Are you out? Yes. Boom, boom. Yes. Cool. Episode's over. Let's All right, let's go. Cigar. Smoke a cigar over our, our investments we made, you know, and, and talk about it. Let's do it. You know what's funny is a uh, trippy story is the dude, uh, uh, Chris Saka, who's on some of the Shark uh-huh, Tank I just episodes. watched his second episode the other night. He uh, and Travis uh, and Garrett, who founded Uber and mm-hmm. all these crazy guys, right? They do this thing called Jam Sessions. Um, and they sit and they'll schedule it. They'll be like, yo, jam session, my house, 8 p.m., whatever. See? They go over and they say like literally Uber was kind of created in these jam sessions where it was literally they'll sit and say, okay, public transportation, go. And like it's just all these really smart dudes mm-hmm. uh, just saying what they think will happen to it and where does it evolve and what you know where does it go and whatever. And then you know, celebrity endorsements, go, right? So what I'm saying is literally Uber – was created in that sort of environment. Yeah, dude, and that's that makes perfect sense. And that, 
It's like no different than when you when you're growing up skating. You skate with another guy who you yeah. feel is either better than you or the same level, and you guys, you know, steel sharp and steel. You guys yeah. play games of skate, and you get better, and that translates into real world yeah. issues. So, it's so yeah, cool. that's it's just. Let's do it, man. I want in. Uh, let's do it, man. It's like a little little power squad, you know, a little Rat Pack yeah. type of power, you know, just new squad, it, man. man. Like minded people. Let's develop ourselves, man. Let's go. Thank you for fucking coming all the way over here. I love it. I'm Thanks hyped. For doing See this. this. Alpha. No, I couldn't send you an example. I could, I just said, hey man, I want to talk to you for an hour. Yeah, well, th- I want to talk to you because uh, you know I've known you for a long time, but you know during the, uh, even watching you, like what I said about Josh, has been crazy seeing you. Like when I first met you, yeah. you were super just young. You were probably like, 18, 17, whenever yeah. we were doing street dreams even before then. Yeah. To like, oh, you're fully businessman. Like when I Somewhere. went to your house a couple months ago, and you and Brian were talking like numbers and like actual breaking and down like yeah. ratios and multiples on companies I, i'm gonna be honest I, that shit was going way over my head <laughs> i was like dude i'm not yeah. I, i'm not getting any of this but i'm just standing there nodding my head like, yeah. yeah yeah and uh and i was just like so you know i don't want to sound it's not condescending i'm just no, like no, proud no. as a friend yeah, like damn yeah. look at how this guy's evolved yeah. and become like this this person it's crazy no, no I, I i appreciate it man it means so much i came up like when i moved here and it was like Rob and P-Rod and fucking all these guys, right? I'm like, fuck, like, I got to figure out how I fit in here, right? And so, you know, finally after 10 years, I feel like I have a, a maybe a seat at the table, I guess they say. For sure. But, um, but no, it's, it's, it's incredible to hear that. Because I remember when I moved here, I was like, fuck, like, I got to figure this shit out. Yeah. I'm just this... But the important part was that you took the step. You, yeah. you got, no, even before that, did you tell me about your video hustle to yeah, save money yeah, to get yeah. out here? Yeah, like, it that. was in there. That's there, mm-hmm. like that's sick. That's that young P Rod mentality. <laughs> nah, dude, it's it's just you know, it's just some people their dreams are so strong that they can't allow them just to remain dreams. Yeah, yeah. they have to be real. Yeah, and there's nothing right or wrong about it. Just live your life the way you envision living your life, man. Yeah, that's. I agree, man. This was fucking great. Yeah, um, thank you. We did it. Yeah, it's let's cool. wrap awesome. it up. Thank you, dude. Thank you, brother. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, Hopefully, you inspired pleasure. somebody because that fucking just inspired me. Uh, cool. I'm, I'm hyped. Try to start a company right let's now. Let's go get it. <laughs> yeah, let me know. All right. Let me know where I can. You know.